You're listening to The City with Mayor Rob Ford and Councillor Doug Ford on News Talk 1010. You know, Rob, I love this song. We built this city because the people built it. And uh, I think through the, this administration, we're building it every single day. And, and we saved a billion dollars building we, it. Well, we saved a billion dollars. And I'm going to go through this list, and I'm going to repeat it 365 days from now. So I'm going to get it out for the next 365 days. And uh, again, uh, this is Rob Rossini's list and Joe Penichetti's list. You limit, I, we eliminated the personal vehicle registration tax. For four years, it's $200 million. I reduced the mayor's budget by two point by $700,000. So it's $2.7 million that David Miller had. They said, you can't do it for $2 million. I'm doing it for less than $2 million. And that's plus that dreaded office budget was 53000 lowered that to 30000 But they have a, slush, a new slush fund on the side. But you know what? We'll take care of that in this budget. Over four years, it's $6.4 million. We contracted out garbage. That's $78.4 million, which still aren't the final numbers, which will probably come in higher. 2011, budget efficiencies, $57 million. 2012, budget efficiencies, $327 million. 2013, budget efficiencies, $222 million. Savings from the new collective agreements, that's the new union deals, $89 million. And then the new user fee policy. Basically, if you use it, you pay for it. There's $24 million. So you add up $200 million, $6.4 million, $78.4 million, $57, dollars $322, dollars $89, and $24. It's over. Yeah, but those are, hard, those are hard costs, Rob. I, I always say there's millions and millions of dollars on soft costs oh, yeah, and efficiencies. For, I mean, and the $600 million in efficiencies over, overall. It, you, you know something, folks? And there's still tons and tons. tons. Of efficiencies to be had in the city. Anyone who tells you anything different, they're being disingenuous with you. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So this is exactly what we've done, folks. Here, um, we stopped this, the out of control spending, and it was out of control. Um, the budget came in the 2011 budget, same as 2010. That's on. By the way, Rob, that's unheard of. That's unheard of. Coming in actually spending Hold on. spending less one year than we did the. the I haven't previous even got year. to that. I said the same. So 2011 budget was the same as 2010. 2012 budget was lower than the 2011 one. I was jumping ahead of you. You're jumping ahead of me. That's okay. 2013 budget same as 12. And the sustainable spending, we eliminated use of prior year's surpluses. They used to just bandage it. Always just use a surplus and bandaid. I'll give you an example of of that, folks. You know, they've always had a surplus and they always used it to fill the gap from the previous year. Now, this year, we found savings. Is two hundred and and I never called. I, I, I shouldn't even call it a surplus because we we don't have a surplus because there's still debt. But this is a savings, a two hundred and forty eight million dollars. And I always say, Rob, they, they they have a sense of entitlement down there, like like it's their money. It's not their money. <laughs> it's not their it's money. the taxpayers' money. They they have this sense of a of, uh, culture of entitlement. So what we did with the two hundred forty eight million in savings, we put seventy five percent back into capital. And twenty five percent back into the reserves for the rainy day. Yeah, uh, absolutely right. And that's it's never been done, by the way, folks. Never been done. And you know what? We're doing exactly what we said we were going to do. Lower the debt. I reduced planned debt by eight hundred. Over ten years. Oh, 10, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Over ten years, eight hundred million dollars. This is these are facts, folks. So. Um, I, I really want someone to challenge me on any one of these numbers, and I would sit here and debate them till the cows come home. 
So um, then let's get into... We found another $336 million in permanent savings. We accelerated the budget. People forget this, Rob. When I know. We first started down in, there, in April. And I remember we're doing yeah, that. How can you do a budget? Four right? months into it. I, I, come, I come from a business background. I come down there, and we're doing a budget four months into the year. So, so it gives them four months to spend. It was unheard of. That alone on soft costs was tens of millions of dollars. And just getting that back in in line in into the the proper uh you know a, a year a calendar year just line it up um you know what the 2013 budget we reduced 124 positions for reduction in total city staff and when people talk about government everyone says you got too many workers down there you got too many people doing nothing well folks in 3 years we have um eliminated 1346 positions since 2011 and through attrition through attrition that's what people want we're not sending people packing to the streets we're just saying when you retire or you you might go to another job we don't have to backfill this position where people are are doing a lot more at the city and uh, we've done line by line reviews of our expenditures resulting in over 41 million dollars of savings and do you know who did that do you know who has a, a needs a lot of credit on this too yeah is mike del grand I know the guy. I'll tell you, folks. When he was in the trenches, when uh, when we we had a lot of tough decisions to be made, we had a zero percent increase spending in 2012. Frank DeGiorgio is doing a great job. He has uh, big shoes to fill. But Mike Del Grand went literally line at him by line at him. That's and, what we need. Uh, and yeah. That's he, he did a great job, and um, he kept Toronto's credit rating very strong. And um, again, I'm going to repeat with this. Over the next 10 years, the city of Toronto has reduced its planned debt by $800 million while still spending while still spending $1.2 billion on more infrastructure needs. So, again, um, this is truly uh, remarkable what we're doing. But, again, there's still a lot, still a lot of more efficiencies to be found. And um, we adopted a new financial management strategy to help plan for our future. And the new surplus management policy dictates that, again, I'm going to repeat what you said, Doug, 75% of annual surplus goes towards capital infrastructure needs, such as transit, roads, water. Water is the most important. You don't have water, (laughs) safe drinking water, folks, we're not going to be around very long. We put $500 million alone into transit. That's what they made last year alone, $500 million into transit, into the capital needs. Yeah, so anyone great. to stand up there and said, you know, the city isn't putting their fair share of money in, they're, uh, again, being disingenuous. You're absolutely right. And uh, this strategy will help pay for future capital and operating needs, and it will directly offset the need for uh, hundreds of millions of dollars of future tax increases. Those huge tax in- increases, guaranteed friends, are over. Just, Rob, let me, let me remind everyone, under the Miller administration, taxes went up. Are you ready for this? Twenty. Seven and a half percent, and that was compounded year after year after year. Spending went up year after year after year. Tax, tax, tax. Spend, spend, spend. Those days are over. Oh, they are. They're they're gone. So, um, oh, unless they decide to go with another mayor and go back to the old days. Well, then, good luck. And um, but I think people have seen the light. And uh, you know, let's get into the new collective agreement with our full and part-time workers, and we've always said, I support those frontline workers, and um, let me just tell you, $150 million in savings over four years, and $35 million 
and productivity gains from the improved efficiencies. And that's Local 416. And $54 million in savings from reductions in the city's liabilities for post-age um, 65 retired benefits. That's Local 416 also. And insurers, and it's, it's not too much. Um, the union, you know, and got what they wanted. And um, we, had a, we had a good uh, agreement. And um, we got along great. This is huge. This is where you can't put a dollar figure. We're going to run through this, Rob. Then we got to go uh, for a quick break. But no labor disruption. That's alone hundreds of millions of dollars. In my opinion, a soft cost that's nowhere on the table. No labor disruption. First mayor ever to do that. No garbage strikes. Labor no stability for the next four years, folks. Things are happening, folks. Okay, we'll be back. You're listening to Rob Ford, the mayor of Toronto, and Doug Ford, the councillor for Ward 2 in Etobicoke North on News Talk 1010. You're listening to The City with Mayor Rob Ford and Councillor Doug Ford on News Talk 1010. Well, folks, I'm um, just going through a year. A year from now, there's going to be another election. I guarantee there's one person you can count on running the city for another four years, well, five years, after uh, the re-election in uh, October 27th of 2014, and that's Rob Ford, guaranteed. So um, I'm just going through some of our achievements in the last three years. This is, by the way, I just want to tell you, this is the lefties are just going crazy right now. <laughs> No, no, they're going crazy listening to this. John Moore is probably running down to get his latte right now until, you know, he can trash us for the next uh, week straight like he does every Monday morning. Oh, boy, now you're in trouble. You're taking shots at this. Yeah, Shelly Carroll's going ballistic on Twitter, I hear. Anyway, so that, oh, by the way, that was the counselor that put us in this mess in the first place, folks, on uh, the disaster she had when she was budget chief. But anyways, Well, there was another guy, Signacki, that was budget chief before her in Miller's uh, regime. So talk about tax and spend lefties, holy. And some say, oh, we're we're for What drives me crazy are these guys. Yeah, I know. Some of these folks uh, that that may be running against you are running against you, some counselors. Folks, they call themselves fiscal conservatives. Well, guess what? <laughs> we're going to pull out their vote, and we're going to let the people decide. These so-called, these so-called fiscal conservatives that flip-flop, they vote with the lefties day in and day out. They're like fish out of water, bouncing around they, they, in they, here and they there. They can't make a decision. Around. It's unbelievable. Well, any, you anyways. try to grab them, you can't grab them. They're slipperier than anything. So, anyways, let's get back to some of our achievements here. Remember that dreaded, and I'm talking to frustrated people's, you know that five cent bag tax. Remember that bag tax? They, people, and not you don't hear about that anymore. Well, it's no, gone. wasn't it? Well, they use they use the city as an excuse, calling tax, but they're still tax. They're still uh-huh. charging people. I haven't been charged in a long uh, time. Uh, some 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 companies are, but uh. anyways, at least we did our fair share, and we uh, we got rid of it, and that's strictly up to uh, I guess the the folks at the uh, at the retail level. And then I think one of our biggest achievements is that people deciding you know building that Scarborough subway. When people said, you know, they support subways and they vote for LRTs and then the LRTs turn into subways, they're all over the place. We got a subway and I want to thank the federal government. Again, people said they're not coming to the table. I want to thank Prime Minister Harper for giving us the $650 million. Kathleen Wynne for giving us the $1.4 billion. So we got shortchanged there, $400 million. But you know what? We uh, move We're on. we started. But that's, yeah. that, I, I feel, Rob, talk about leadership. There's an example, folks, of, of true leadership. You know, I, I watched this uh, this article or the show the other uh, little while ago, a few weeks ago, when all the CEOs met in New York and, and Jack Walsh and all the, the, you know, he was a former CEO of General Electric. And he said, yes, on some small things, Rob, he said, you can get consensus. But when it comes to big things, and in our example of subways, 
you you have to show by leadership you did that. You ended up bringing the federal government to the table, the province to the table, and, and the council to the table. But do you know who truly did it? As I say every week, it's the people. The people stuck by you. They came out in mass. The argument about LRTs and, and subways, in my mind, are very clear. The people want subways. They're going to vote for someone who's going to build subways. And that's a, a world-class city, rapid underground transit right across the city, not just in certain parts of the city, but right across the city. We have choice. You have subways or do you want to St. Clairize everything in the city on Finch, on Shepherd? I know what I'm doing. We're getting subways. We're building subways, folks. I can't stand those other teasels, fancy streetcars. They just congest traffic. They're completely useless. Just drive Anyways. down St. Clair, folks. <laughs> okay, you're listening to Robin Doug Ford on News Talk 1010, folks. This is The City, hosted by Mayor Rob Ford and Councillor Doug Ford on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Sorry. <laughs> I won't back down, that's for sure. <laughs> and you won't be a singer in your next career. No, that's for sure. That's for sure. Folks, oh, just getting back boy. to some of our accomplishments here. Um so resurfacing hundreds of kilometers of roads. A lot of people, again, come up and say, we've never seen so many roads getting resurfaced. Uh, you know what? We're doing things now. Uh, 200,000 potholes every year. That's, it's absolutely incredible. I, I, you, know, you put these numbers together. Um, $500 million in maintaining the gardener. That's one thing we have to do, Councillor Ford, is keep the gardener. You can't be tearing down the gardener. It's, it's something that we have to invest on. Unfortunately, again, the previous administration... They don't put any money into it, so we have to pick up, you know, the slack. Um, we're, we're, we're maintaining and upgrading roads, bridges, sidewalks, and uh, decades-old playground equipment. Um, well, I want to have a big announcement, by the way. Well, I announced it before, but I want to leverage the private sector, which were, you know, which works, and uh, on on that donation. So what, what I'm proposing, Rob, on, on playgrounds out of that fifty thousand dollars, I'm going to donate. I want five thousand to go in the lowest income uh, section thirty-seven areas. If the community if folks, if you have a community out there and you want to redo your park, and uh, I'm going to announce the the ten areas and get the councillors on board, and then leverage that and go after private, the private sector to match it. Yeah, and and the only way we do it, we call a quick press conference and and get out there and uh, all the big. Uh, companies that have helped out the city in the past uh, would love to have your support uh, once again and we can redo 10 parks and people love I want to see the parks you should do 10 press conferences and one at every park and go around and check it all out and we have and we have to and you know upgrading 26 municipal uh, child care centers and we're constructing a new facility building new community centers in York and Regent Park and upgrading maintaining 16 homeless shelters and we're building a new one um, you know, building two new library branches. So if this is not investing, I, 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 I don't know, you know what you want to call it. Fighting gridlock. Traffic signal coordination can increase a driver's average speed by approximately 16% and reduce the total delays up to 30%. And traffic uh, signal coordination can lower, obviously, uh, fuel consumption by 15% and reduce greenhouse gas emissions which is very, very important, by 15%. And um, We're doing that over a 1,000 intersections uh, right across the city, folks. And that's going back to putting $10 billion, that's $10 billion over the next 10 years to maintain, 
the aging infrastructure and state of good repair. Um, well, also, Rob, you're, you're, you're always talking about water, which is the most important uh, natural resource we have. We're, we're investing, folks, on the aging infrastructure on water, uh, $2.5 billion over the next 10 years into water mains, sewers, and uh, other uh, vital water vital infrastructure. Water. Yeah, it's, it's, so. it's absolutely critical. And uh, I'm seeing it firsthand where I live. They're digging up our street, putting new water mains in. Um, you know, it's messy, but people understand it has to be done. Rob, they, they want us to go for a break in a, in a few seconds here, but do you know what else we have to get break, into? Break, 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 and start yeah, well, break that's dancing. Right. That's home. when you have one of the most popular, uh, the, most, the most popular talk show on the weekend in, in the country. And even the Toronto Star is advertising. advertising. Not a boy, Toronto Star. Toronto Star is starting to come right out. Ever since we've been on, they've sold wow. out on advertising. I can't believe the Toronto Star is advertising on RB. Oh, I mean, sorry, News Talk 1010. Wow. Any, anyways, okay. we're going to talk about all the people that panicked. Toronto Star. All, everyone that panicked with the arts, it's never been better for the arts community than under you, and we'll get back to that one. You're listening to News Talk 1010. <sighs> This is In-Depth Radio's The City with Mayor Rob Ford and Councillor Doug Ford on News Talk 1010. Okay, Jones, Thursday is Halloween. What are you uh, going out as? Oh, I forgot you haven't taken okay, your mask off from that, last that's year. That's right. Wow. Gonna, Unbelievable. <laughs> so, you know, you something that's to... amazing. I used to walk around with the kids all the time. <laughs> Look at and, these guys. They're uh, howling behind guys, the glass. That's it. They... But guess what we're doing down at the mayor's office, folks? We're, we're decorating up the mayor's office. You want to come down, grab a chocolate bar, and uh, we have a lot of students that come through the city hall and... We thought we'd have some fun this year, so... We're going to have a haunted house pitch black. Yeah, that's And it. I'm going to invite some of the media guys in there. So come here, come by here. The way, folks, a walk by the way, hold on, Rob, be, before they start attacking us, i got to tell them it came out of our own pocket, okay? <laughs> ah, no, it's not expensive. They'll try to pin on you. You think the media is after us now. Wait until we <laughs> so we get into, the, into oh. January there. Yeah, They're going to be drooling at the, at the microphone. Oh, right. I'll, I'll tell you, we're ready for them. Don't worry, man. Don't worry. I'm not him. worried. We're, I'm I'll ready to go with here. So many lefts will be begging for it, right? Let me tell you. So you know what? <laughs> okay. Sorry. Let's um, introduce a special guest. Um, she puts in hours and hours and hours of work for um, this great fair that goes on every single year. Her name's Sandra Banks. Um, Sandra, are you there? I sure am. Good afternoon. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good, good. So, when are we, um, what's the date? November 1st, we're kicking off uh, the Royal Agricultural Fair? Absolutely. We open our, day, our doors on Friday. Wow, great. Yeah. What, what time? Well, uh, doors open every day for 10 days at, at 9 o'clock, and we've got lots in store to... Uh, Give everyone a great new reason to come back or come to the Royal for the first time. That's amazing. I remember I washed a cow last year. <laughs> you sure did. And, you dried uh, it, too. Oh, well, well, yeah. Gonna sure. do that. Sandra, it's Doug. Are they going to do that butter sculpture uh, this year? We're going to do butter sculptures. We're going to do giant vegetables. We've got petting farms. We've got everything people love to see at the Royal. Well, I like I like that butter sculpture of Rob. You're going to need a little more butter this year, <laughs> but that's all right. We'll see that. <laughs> Taking shots already. So, Sandra, how long does it take to put something together like this? This is huge, and I was so impressed on how organized it was and how clean it was. You think when you have animals running around, which is it's, it's not the case, but... Uh, this, this must take, what, a whole year from one end to the other, right? When you're finished yeah. uh, one year, you start planning for the next. Absolutely. We started, I think, in the middle of last November for this year. And um, it, it, takes, it takes a village to put on the Royal, but we've got lots of volunteers from across Ontario. We've got a committed team that, that works on it. 
And we've got some great new features that I think that Torontonians, Torontonians will love to see this year. Wow. Sandra, how, how old is the fair? We've been bringing uh, the very best of agriculture to downtown Toronto for over 90 years. That's incredible. Now, Sandra, people thought I was exaggerating, and I, and I could have sworn it was you, or maybe it wasn't you. Someone else told me this. One of those cows are, is worth a million dollars? Well, that's a royal record. Uh, a couple years ago, the supreme champion at the royal sold for over a million dollars. That's right. And what the royal gets to do is showcase the best in, in agriculture in Canada. And most, a lot of people don't know this, but Canada has some of the best livestock, uh, the breed, breeding livestock in the world. And we showcase that, but we also showcase a lot of the fun that people can have when connecting farming and food. Uh, and kids can come and, and learn a whole lot about where their food comes from. It's so true. It is so true. You learn so much down there. And uh, I just wanted to invite you on and say thank you so much. Um, I'm going to try to get there. We're kicking off our budget on Friday, so I'll try to make it. And if I don't make it on Friday, I'll definitely come by with uh, Stephanie and Diamond. I got news for the mayor because they just uh, whispered in my ear that we're doing the show down there next uh, week. Oh, we are? Yeah. Wow. All right. We look forward to seeing you on Sunday. Yeah, maybe Rob Rob and I could have a cow milking contest or something. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> cheering. We, can a, we can have a lot of fun at the Royal. Okay, well, Look thanks. Forward to seeing you. Thanks, Sandra. Thanks, Sandra. Take care. Yep. Thank you, Sandra. Yep. So that's Sandra Banks from the Royal Agricultural Fair. This is, it's unbelievable uh, what you see in the livestock, and it starts this Friday, 10 o'clock. So I encourage everyone to go down, and uh, guaranteed you'll have a fun time. And I just want to go through a couple of events. Um, today, we obviously have the Monster Dash Toronto starting at 5 o'clock. That's um, the host is Good Times Running, and that's at uh, Holland Bloorview Kids Hospital, 150 Kigor Road. Um, and then we have Toronto West Halloween Fest in support of St. Joe's Health Center. Uh, that's uh, 1030 to 6 o'clock. We have uh, tomorrow night Governor General's Literary Awards finalists, and that's at the Fleck Dance Theater. Um, many, many... Uh, in and out charity boot camp for Sunnybrook mental health programs on the 28th. Um, we have the International Festival of Authors, and that's on Tuesday, October 29th. That's at York uh, Key Center, 235 Queens Key West. What else we got? I've got tons of stuff here. Haunted Toronto Halloween scavenger hunt for adults. That's at 7 o'clock on Wednesday, October 30th. And the location is the meeting places outside the Royal Ontario Museum. But the hunt takes place around Queen's Park and the University of Toronto campus. They're hunting for all the lost money down at Queen's Park. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't help myself. Wow, that's a <laughs> shot. And then um, yeah, then we have another event. That's uh, the ROM Out and About Halloween Trivia Night on October 30th. Again, um, that's at Royal Ontario Museum, um, location, the Fox's Den, 1075 Bay Street. Uh, just keeps going on. Lots and lots of Halloween stuff. Um, okay, let's speed it up then. Okay, Wednesday through. night, TIFF presents Evolution, an opening celebration for David Cronenberg. Uh, on Thursday, October 31st, Halloween, um, we're having a culinary wine festival, uh, October 31st to November 2nd. And... Friday, November 1st is Mimico Pumpkin Parade and all sorts of stuff. Oh, it just goes on and on and on and on. Whiskey Live uh, 2013, that's uh, also on Friday. Winterloo Carnival, that's on Friday. 
uh, tons of stuff, folks. If you need to know any of these events, just call my office at 397-3673. And again, uh, the Royal Agricultural Winter Fair starts on Friday, November 1st, and goes to the 10th. And that's at Talk, the Rico Coliseum. Yeah, talking about TIFF and all the arts and culture, Rob, go back again. Everyone in the arts and culture, I heard it from, from the folks. They're, they're great folks there. Um, they came up to me. Numerous people said, we were terrified when, when you and Rob got elected. And I'm thinking, why are you terrified? Wow. Meanwhile, you've put more money into arts, given them more of a profile, have done more for the arts community than any other mayor. Not only did we increase the funding, which is absolutely massive, from $18 to $25 per capita, we went out and did the, the mayor's uh, ball for the arts. Remember and, that? And we, yeah, we must we have fundraised over a million bucks. We did. It was well over a million. I, I think we netted a million, but we grossed a lot more. But anyways, again, that was a lot of hard work from the community, the arts community, and everyone pitched in. And uh, so you, you've done a tremendous uh, amount of work, and that's not over. And, oh, it, no. and it, it gets paid back in dividends. All these little areas, folks, get paid back by, guess what, jobs. I want to do another arts ball. That's, that was a lot of fun, yep. a lot of work, and uh, I think we can do another one and take it from there. So, uh, you know, this is a bit exciting. Well, uh, why don't we get some calls? We, we, folks, we, we have to uh, go for a quick break. Why don't they call in 416 872 that's 416-872-1010 or Star Talk. That's Star 8255. You're listening to Mayor Rob Ford and Councillor Doug Ford. You're listening to The City with Mayor Rob Ford and Councillor Doug Ford on News Talk 1010. That's what we're going to be so, doing down at City Hall this week. So people are welcome to come down to my office uh, tomorrow, anytime, tomorrow, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, and you might get a surprise and do some trick or treating. That's That's it. A trick or a treat. That's right. And, uh, boy, there's a lot of tricks down there. I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) And if you walk in, all of a sudden the lights go out. I don't know. No, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, folks come, come down, take a little tour and, uh, we're going to have a lot of fun this uh, week. A couple other things, Rob, before we get into the calls, they're coming fast and furious now is tourism. We haven't even, by the way, folks, I just want to tell you, we have tried to go through, we aren't even, we aren't even halfway through the accomplishment uh, list, but I just want to do it at a high level, tourism, record tourism, uh, over 9 million hotel rooms sold last year. We're going to, we're going to break that record this year. The cranes, everyone talks about the cranes, 184 cranes, uh, give or take a couple because some are going up, some are going down. But, uh, again, um, I was talking to the head of, uh, building, uh, and, uh, and Boora. that's right. And she's doing a great job. And there's, there's not just condos, by the way, folks, we have five commercial buildings going up downtown with another five in the hopper, not to mention spread right across the city too. a lot of commercial buildings. So our city is booming. I've been saying it. We're ranked number two. I don't believe that. I think we're, Sydney's a great city by the way, but I truly believe honestly, we're number one in the world. Um, and it has a lot to do. We're number one, by the way, for working for jobs. We're ranked number one. They haven't seen anything yet. That, that, that music trip, when we went down to Austin, that's going to create jobs and it's going to create tourism. Like you've never seen before folks. I'm telling you what they did in Austin, Texas. We just had a, a, another meeting, um, this week. And, uh, again, I can't thank the people enough in the music industry. 
we're going to get this place hopping, and it's it's, it's going to be uh, very beneficial. And almost like the you know almost same uh, sort of idea run parallel. You know how we take care of the films and the movies, and then you know that industry. We're going to run just side by side with uh, the music industry, and that's a big industry, folks. A lot of jobs. We we saw it uh, in Austin. We're going to have a big uh, music festival. Uh, so this, you know this year coming. So, anyways, let me let me just go to the lines here and uh, see what's out there, and just take them any order they come in. Let's go to line four. Hello. Yes, uh, Mr. Mayor. This Hello. is Jim. Hi, Jim. How are you? Greetings to you and uh, uh, Councillor Doug Ford. And I'll get to my point quickly and hear your answer offline. It has to do with uh, Karen Stintz running for mayor. Will she declare at the time, uh, come January the 1st, that uh, if, if she does decide to run, she's already declared. But, gentlemen, uh, I'd like to hear from both of you. Will she resign her seat or make it clear that she's not going to pull out at the last moment? We know that that uh, former Councillor Soknaki is planning to run, and who knows who else in the future. So let's see if we can get a commitment from Councillor Stintz, and I'll listen to your answer well, off air. Well, let me tell you what happened in the last mayoral race. Um, Pantalone, Smitherman, and Ford were the only three at the end. So there's a cutoff date. September, I think it's September 12th. So if you're on the ballot after September 12th, you cannot go back and say, you know what, uh, I've run out of money. I, I, I want to go back to my council seat. You know, half the people that ran last time didn't stay in the race. So, you know, I encourage everyone to run. You know what? I, but I there want, should be a rule. Again, this whole municipal. What I don't like is once you decide to run for mayor, you have to stay in the mayor's race. That's what I've always said. And, you know, I took a chance. I was a counselor for 10 years, and people said, oh, you're going to drop out. I didn't, you know, I didn't say anything. I just let, you know, my actions speak for themselves. I knew I was staying in, and no matter what the polls are saying, I was sticking with it right to the end. I hope everybody this time around stays into it right to the end, and everybody's on the ballot. They should make a rule that once you're in, you're in, but you know what? I don't know if we have much uh, choice of that, but I encourage everyone um to run, and uh, the more the merrier. I always said it. So um, let's go to the next call here. Uh, Peter on line two. How are you, sir? How are you? Good. I'm, I'm a little bit upset with uh, Waterfront Toronto. They had a meeting a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. John Campbell was chairing it, and uh, there was, uh, I think, a John Liv- Livent. John Levy, yeah. John yeah. Levy. And the rest of the panel was all consultants. I was really upset. I let them ramble on for two hours. At the end of two hours, I asked a simple question. Can I have your credentials? You guys are going to tell us what to do with billions of dollars in city funds. I want to know your credentials. They shut me down, sir. Okay. They, wow. If you want to have a meeting, Peter, you know what? This is good. You should call my office, 397-3673, and I'll guarantee you I'll get answers. Okay. You, they, you just they, got me sir, going, Peter. Sir, Hold on. You Go ahead and then stay on the line for a second, Peter. What were you going to say? shut me down and, and and as far as i'm concerned in my opinion these guys are, are as corrupt as the day is long and not only that i put a complaint in with the auditor general That's- yeah no, absolutely you know what jeff griffiths is the right guy and if you think there's corruption down there jeff is the one who'll get to the bottom of it but anyways peter don't even get me going which i'm gonna get going right now on this waterfront M- myself kind of standalone three years ago came out and said there's issues at Waterfront. As I just went through the budget, um, just actually a few days ago, we have massive issues with Waterfront. The deal, Peter, as, as you may know already, but the people that are listening might not know, 
The deal was a tri-party agreement with a half a million dollars from the, the federal government. They put their money in, they're out. They've washed their hands of it. They're, they're done. They put their commitment in, put their money in. Now the province, they put their money in. They still have a little ways to go. And then the city of Toronto, I was always under, under the understanding we're putting land and a little bit of money, but now I understand we're putting all the land in and we're putting $500 million. So a total of $1.5 billion. Guess what, folks? They're running out of money. That's They're running out of money. What it was supposed to be, the $1.5 billion at the waterfront, was supposed to be used as seed money until they can do over $4 billion of development. Well, so where did all the money one, go? Where did the money get spent well, on consultants? Well, you know, some a big chunk of it uh, was spent on consultants. I was yelling and screaming. Remember, remember Rob? Back I remember, the, I remember. When I proposed the Portlands and everyone was... Cursing and shouting and what are you crazy? Well, you know something. I guess I wasn't too crazy because mark my words. Remember me saying this today: the waterfront is running out of money and they're going to come back to the well. Guess what, folks? You aren't coming back to this well. That, that's for sure. <laughs> well, get, anyways, get your financial sorry. records. Uh, no, that's that's a, that's a good response and a good answer. But unfortunately, I, I got it. Callers, I can't take any more calls. We have to wrap up our program. The producer just. Is that uh, that that's oh, saying, you know, the time I, flies when you're terrible. having fun. So, I feel terrible. Please call like... my office, folks. I will answer your call. I guarantee I'll answer your call. Anyways, we got to go for a quick break. You're listening to Councillor Doug Ford from Ward 2 in Etobicoke North, Mayor Rob Ford on News Talk 1010. The City Continues, hosted by Mayor Rob Ford and Councillor Doug Ford on In Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Well, folks, I want to thank everyone for listening um, to our program. We try to give you as much information as possible. And I want to thank Becky, Mike, for producing the show. And Tarek Fataz coming up. Batting down the hatches. What the Fataz going on in this city? He's going to tell you what's going on, folks. So strap it up. Put on your, make sure your belts are done up tight because you're going to get rocked. The next hour from three to four by Tarek Fatah. So, uh, Johnny Jones, we uh, had a good show. And uh, again, I want to thank everyone for listening. And uh, we're going to be live down at the Royal Agricultural Winter Fair next Sunday at one o'clock. That's right. We're going to be down there next week, Rob. We got the media waiting for us, uh, you know, downstairs right now, just, just drooling. So that's all right. So, that's we're going to go down there and. Uh, Fix their little red wagon as well. <laughs> Anyways, folks, I think remember. Wagons. I'm well, that's right. Remember, folks, that we work for you. And when you ruffle feathers downtown, you tick off a lot of people. And when you're pulling their hands out of the cookie jar, you tick off a lot of people. But again, it's for the people, it's about the people. And God bless the people of the GTA in Toronto. And God bless Ford Nation. <laughs>